So I came back from having a really long pee and was still marveling at that cave. Such a beautiful place, really. I could live there if it wasn't for the humidity and lack of sunlight. How amazing is it that there was actually a chamber resembling a bathroom? You have no idea how nice it is to be able to wipe, um, <clears throat> you know, when traveling. The hygienic options aren't always out there. Anyway, I stepped back in the main cave area and... <laughs> this is Nidak, my adventure. Written down in a better way than I can tell it. Episode 11 The Cave A trickling sound, as of water falling down in a small stream. Like a waterfall, Nedek thought. It made her aware of the urge to pee. She opened her eyes, getting herself in an upright sitting position, stiff muscles protesting. There was no headache. In a rush, all the previous events flowed back into vivid memory. She gasped, looking around, tried to look around anyway. Wherever she was, it was dark. Oh, wait. Her arm felt like lead when she lifted it up to her face, removing the cloth. Her eyes adjusted to the strange light quickly. After a few blinks, she could see her environment. Her first thought was that she'd left Earth and had somehow ended up on an alien planet. The absurdity of it struck her straight away. She was in the other realm after all, which was about the same thing as being on a different planet. Dark rock all around her, areas of them illuminated in a bright blue, grouped in patches, providing light and dark contrasts. At the far end, it seemed like daylight coming in, reflections in a lake finished off the beautiful environment. Drops dripped from stalactites everywhere. Some fell into the lake, others dripped onto the stalagmites they had formed, forming an impenetrable terrain. It occupied about more than half of the open space next to the water. The chuckle at remembering the trick for what was what. Tits hang down, so stalactites were the ones hanging from the ceiling. Broke off midway. It had reminded Nedek of her clothes' destruction. With relief, she discovered she'd been dressed, or at least covered up, in a crude shirt and skirt. Not her outfit of choice, but she wasn't about to complain. Better than nude. Her halberd, handle still out in normal long-sized length, lay next to her, together with the harness. Her head shut up at something moving in front of her. Whiny, she sighed in relief. Utter joy exploded on her face when she saw Kitty next to him. The grey cat ran up to her quickly when she stretched out her arms. What happened? Where are we? 
she asked Whiny while receiving headbutts from Kitty, his loud purrs working their common effect. He grinned at her, causing a sudden burst of butterflies to explode in her stomach. She scowled inwardly at herself. What the hell, buddy? Stop reacting like that. It wasn't as if he was the first handsome other realmer she'd saved. But then she awkwardly realized he was the first one who had returned the favor. Several times. As much as she'd saved him. Guess we're even now. She only had to take him home to live up to the promise she made herself, even if home delivery hadn't been in the contract, which had only said to free the guy from the slurps. Whiny had made it more complicated by skipping accidentally along to her apartment, which was then destroyed. Blackie brought us to this cave. She carried his lurp after I helped heave it onto her back. I carried you. Nedek's thoughts churned around dozens of different questions with those few sentences. How did he lift his lurp? That thing must weigh a ton. He carried her? How far? A blush heated her cheeks when she envisioned him carrying her, both naked. Why did she pass out so soundly? Is this Blackie's cave? How long ago was that? Why did her head no longer hurt? Where can I pee? Out of all the questions, this was the one that came out of her mouth? She grimaced, although a full bladder was to be expected after being unconscious for who knows how long. Wait. Do unconscious people hold up their pee, or does it just flow out? The possibility of the second option flushed her cheeks even more in embarrassment. Whiny saved her from bearing the shame for long. Of course. Oh, I apologize. I should have expected that after a week of slumbers, the body will want to take care of their natural needs. Follow me. He helped her to her feet, for which she was grateful. After a week of no use, her legs protested at bearing her weight again. As usual, Kitty jumped on her shoulders. A week? She asked Whiny how that happened while he led her through the cave to a side tunnel. He explained that Blackie used his dragon's white gas on her in order to give her the time for healing. This ability of dragons is elusive and not much is known of it. But Whiny believed it put the body on some sort of timelessness, meaning that they can survive without food or drink. He wasn't certain if bodies would age while in the slumber. Nedak suspected his knowledge came from the two examples he'd seen so far. She decided to take it with a grain? No bag of salt. Whiny showed her into a hollow in the tunnel, forming a room of about two meters in diameter. As far as she had seen, this whole cave, tunnels and all, appeared to be lighted 
spider bioluminescence. There was a hole in the floor, against the wall opposite from where they'd come in. He waved his arm toward it, so she went to check it out. Daylight shone through, and when she looked down, she almost grew dizzy with how far above ground they were. Do not fall through. That would not end well. The garderobes in my castle discharge into the moat, so if you were to fall down one, it would not be such a problem. They are smaller too, so falling through would require an effort. But you cannot complain. I certainly did not expect a chamber like this in a cave. He cleared his throat. There is even a stream. Nedek saw the stream he pointed at, a narrow flow of water coming out of one wall at about belly height, weaving through the room to disappear through another wall. She hadn't noticed it before, although she'd stepped over it to check out the hole. Her eyes widened when she realized the small waterfall can act as a way to wipe her butt. Or, well... Whatever else needed wiping. Great! She was genuinely pleased with it. Nothing worse than doing your business, whether that's taking a piss or a shit, and having nothing to clean yourself with. After doing what she needed to do, ignoring the familiar feeling of cramps in her lower belly, she rejoined Whiny in the cave where she'd woken up. Blackie was there now. At the sight of her, she jumped around in a circle and stood there trampling in excitement. No licking, <laughs> Nedek told her in a stern tone, laughing. Kitty mowed at her, jumping from her shoulders to greet the large black beast. Apparently the dragon had gone out to fetch food, as a variety of fruit lay in front of Whiny. He explained that it had taken several fails to get the food gathering right. Blackie had been confused about him not wanting any poo to eat. After eating their bellies full, Wani's expression grew serious. He looked at her with such intent and gravity, the witty comment she was about to say got stuck in her throat. There were plenty of questions remaining unanswered. Were they going to get solved now? I understand you have many questions at this moment. He cleared his throat, looking away from her a second. Her face must have shown the sarcasm she felt. She'd always thought that Eyebrow had a life of its own. But I will not answer them yet. There is something else we have to handle first, and I am quite certain it will take care of a portion of those. He nodded towards another tunnel leading out of the main chamber. It is time we wake the slurp. You have been listening to Nedek, Chapter 11, The Cave. Narrated by myself, Nadek. Adventured by and lived through by Nadek. 
written in a better way than I can tell it by Astrid Jeff. Don't go just yet. We've got bloopers coming up. Before we get to those, we just want to say that if you head over to astridjeff.com, you can find transcripts and full chapters of this podcast. Even more, you can find an unedited draft of Nadek at least up to 15 chapters further than a podcast goes. So, if you're keen to know how the story continues, you have the option to go and read. Find us on Twitter at Astrid Jeff and at Nadek and Kitty. If you like this show and would like to support it, a good way to do that is share it around to everyone you know. An even better way is to rate and review it on iTunes or whichever podcatcher you use. Don't forget to follow the show or subscribe for free. Finished off the beautiful environment. 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 It occupied about half. No. With relief. <sighs> His loud purse work and hurt. <sighs> Let's do that sentence again. As usual, Kitty jumping on her shoulders. That's not right. It's <sighs> better. Yep. A week? She asked Whiny how the... He waves his arm toward it. He waves his arm toward it. When did it stop? Oh... Fuck. Okay. I guess this was one of the abnormalities. No, no, I can see that. Okay. Technical issues. Please be on technical issues. Oh, good. I've got it. Yeah, anyways. Kitty meowed at her, jumping her... He explained that it... I understand you may you have oh fuck that was four episodes in a row my voice is almost dead Aha. sweet